Hi, this is John Friedman, Director of Business Development at All American Hospice. I'm here with Linda Crowley, Director of Sales at Agriculture. Hello. Hey, Brenda. So, well, everyone's been affected by the coronavirus, COVID-19, and we, I wanted to reach out to you and just talk about how it's affecting your job and how it's affecting your right? So, can you tell me what you guys are doing on of tours and admissions? So, right now, um, obviously, we are trying to find the happy medium of following the guidelines of the Center for Disease Control. Um, but we also realize that there are people out there right now who are being discharged from hospitals and rehabs um, who maybe had family members coming over that can't come over now um, to check in on them as frequently or drop off food. So there will be cases where people need to move in. Um, so what we're trying to do is limit the tours to more virtual. Um, I'm actually setting up, we have a little um, annex building that we're going to set up to do um, virtual tours there where people can come and meet with us um, on a one-to-one -one basis. They can see the building from outside and they can actually, we'll have a video and, and a slideshow presentation in the other room. Um, and then we're taking precautionary measures to make sure that they're screened to make sure they haven't been in contact with anyone or they're exposed or they're going to be a risk to our current residents. Yeah, so that's an awesome idea. So you have a whole separate area. The visitor doesn't even have to come into the building to be able to check everything. That's great. Yeah. Um, so that right now we're doing it as a case by case situation. So um, we'll just have to play things by ear and things are changing minute by minute on the television and the updates. So we're just going to keep following things, you know, the guidelines. That's great. Are, how are you allowing visitors into the facility? And, and um, no. So in order to um, help with that, and I believe a lot of places are currently doing the same, um, we are not doing activities as a scheduled event any longer. We are limiting our crowds to less than 10. We've staggered our meal times um, so that the residents aren't all joined together. So to offset the boredom and, and the distress, we're actually, um, our activity people are going room to room and we're going to have a little tea trolley set up so that in the afternoons we can bring them afternoon tea and some you know, cookies and things like that. And we're giving out coloring in books and crayons and crossword puzzles and things like that. And then we're also contacting all the family members to set up appointments for FaceTime um, so that we can FaceTime family members with loved ones. Um, and we can even do it on our Apple TV on the big screen as long as it's limited to a certain amount of people. That's awesome. And uh, yeah. I know we spoke earlier and it was something that I didn't even realize. I'm um, talking about family members doing laundry. So that's something the family members aren't allowed in? Yeah. So, what so we did have that question come up. Um, and it's, it's amazing what little things you don't think of. Um, at one point, we were going to bring the laundry to the door, but now we just think that that's a bad idea. So the activity people are actually helping with laundry as well as um, some of the less essential, like myself, um, because I'm external marketer. So I'm not really... It's basically doing things like this, keeping each other in the loop, letting people know that we are still taking admissions and whatnot, but, um, you know, just being kind of like auxiliary staff when we need it. Right. Have you, speaking of admissions, have you run into it yet? Have you had to readmit anyone? Do you have any patients who ended up in the hospital and need to come back? What kind of precautions would you take? Yeah, so we actually have a resident who's out right now at the hospital. So we just had a meeting about that, and I think um, – Basically, we're just going to have to do our due diligence and really do a massive amount of screening before they can be let back in. Right. Um, who they were exposed to, what, what 
floor they were on in the hospital. So there'll be a lot of deciding factors as to how we're going to proceed with that. Yeah. Right. And I think everyone's sort of learning as we go, you know, we're all, um, how is your staff doing? Are they, they have any concerns? Are they so far? The staff have been really positive. Um, in fact, they were really concerned because they said they need passes to get on the buses and trains. A lot of them commute still, um, and they're limiting people's um, abilities to go on public transportation unless they have some ID. So we made up special. I did specialized IDs for them to take with them to just say what their role is and that they work in a senior living community and that they need to they need to be working. Um, because it's healthcare, so they were so encouraged by that because they want to come to work and they want to, you know, jobs are going to be tricky in the times to come with all of this economic downfall. And they're actually fortunate in the sense that they have their job security because we do have residents that need them here. That's that's awesome. Actually, I have never, well, I haven't heard of this yet. You know, people having to get you know IDs to be on the the buses and stuff. I didn't even think of that. Is there anything else that? So they're kind of like talking about curfews where people aren't allowed on public transportation, I think, from like 8 p.m. until 5 a.m., things like that. So the people who are on our, on our night shift were concerned that they were going to be prevented from coming to work. And, and the fact that they were concerned and wanted a solution was really positive because it means they're, they're going to show up. Yeah. Um, and then the other issue that a lot of places I feel probably are going to start facing are um, – child care for the people that work here, um, things like that. Right now, we're really fortunate that we don't have a situation. Um, there's only one person that's having a little issues with child care, but with schedule rearranging, we should be able to. That's great that you're able to accommodate your uh, workers and help get them squared away so they can still get in and out and take care of their families. Right, and it's really nice because, you know, we have a lot of hospice companies like yourself um, sending in snacks that are safe for, for the employees because their morale really needs to be boosted just as much as the residents. You know, we're all, like, we're all in this together and we have to stick together, you know? Yeah. And I know you guys are still allowing hospice in. Um, have yes. you seen like any other disciplines that are allowed in or aren't allowed in? Therapies and those types of um, We're still, I think we're still on the fence about the, um, the, some of the physical therapies. Uh, we're actually going to consult with our doctor about whether or not he thinks they need to be necessary or not. Hospice, obviously, you know, they're going through the same protocol that everyone else where they're getting their temperatures taken every time they come in the building and filling out their survey. Um, we're asking them to wash their hands immediately when they walk in the door. Our restroom's right at the door, so that's good. Um, and I think this point our home care nurse isn't in any other buildings but our building right so we're really lucky in that sense too that we can let her come because she doesn't do home care in anyone's homes at the minute and she's only working out of our building she's not working on any, any of our other buildings yeah. so her she her she's limited between home and here well i think with uh only, the only positive note that I can see coming out of this situation is I think a lot of facilities and a lot of activities people are being really innovative. They're being very creative on the way they're, they're working with the residents and trying to keep them, you know, comfortable and keep them happy during this time where they can't have visitors. So yeah, I appreciate everything you guys are doing. Yeah, I think we'll try to do a lot of videos of our residents, like little mini interviews with them too, and post them so the families can pop on the Facebook and at least see that they're okay and. You know, we'll do like little one-person shows. Right. <laughs> and I think, you know, we're really fortunate because, I mean, 
as un unfortunate as this situation imagine if it were you know 15 20 years ago we wouldn't have all this technology that we have now exactly just us communicating through you know the computer here or even delivery services like amazon you know so yeah those things that we take for granted every day you know really absolutely it's definitely putting life into perspective for right. people i think you know and what's what's important yep yes. yeah so thanks so much, Brenda. Um, do you have no anything that you guys are doing that you think is your favorite thing that you know you've stepped up, um, you know, in the, this. Yeah, I mean, we're doing our best. Um, one of the suggestions I had, which I don't know if we'll be able to implement it, is um, even having like a microphone so that, that we can do bingo remotely from their rooms. Right. And they can push their call button when they win. <laughs> that's, that's a great idea. I've heard of uh, people doing trivia, too. So they do overhead trivia and have some, right. uh, some questions, some problems, and then press their call bell to uh, answer. Yeah. Remember, so um, and the other thing that's really exciting, actually, that I forgot to mention is that we actually, our company, bought an industrial state-of-the-art like nobody else has it really expensive air filtration system that we'll have in place within the next two to three months. Um, which I know seems like far away from now, but, um, one of our buildings in um, the fountains actually had one of these really great machines and they have not had one single flu or virus in that building touch wood for five years. Wow. Yeah. So, um, our president of the company, um, and CEO and, and owner have all, told us to rest assured that it's it's ordered it's it's on its way so we'll have like a really clean yeah. safe environment yeah i'm excited about that for sure that's great because as you know um at facilities it's always it seems to be a breeding ground you know so if someone gets the flu someone gets a cold it, it's easy for it to spread around so. yeah it's like a petri dish so if you have that air trip filtration system in place it's really going to make a major difference yeah great yeah Thanks. I'm always impressed at everything that you guys have going on over there. Thanks for keeping me in the loop. You got and, uh, it. With everyone. All right. Take care, John. We'll talk Thanks. soon. All right. Bye. -bye. All right. Bye.